Welcome to the Amazon Legends Podcast, where we have real stories about making it big on Amazon. Our guests are CEOs of large companies and entrepreneurs who became powerful sellers, also experts specializing in helping sellers, and both former and current Amazon employees who will give us an insight from behind the scenes. Here's your host, Nick Urison. Welcome, everyone. This is Amazon Legends, and I'm your host, Nick Urison, and also CEO of Argometrics. We work with Amazon sellers all the time, and uh, I've been an Amazon seller myself, and uh, I have suffered through the experience for uh, over nine years, and uh, I really feel for anybody who's selling on Amazon. So we have here Meredith Moore. Meredith Moore is Vice President of Rest Bar, and uh, she's, uh, I believe, just started selling, and uh, but she's gone through a process, and she's still going through a process. So uh, we want to learn all about uh, her experience and her real uh, life stories. And uh, without further ado, so uh, Meredith, uh, so welcome to the show. So uh, tell us, uh, before we jump into the Amazon story, Tell us about yourself and um, your personal uh, background, where you're coming from, how did you end up in Respar and what Respar does and anything that uh, would be useful to giving us your Amazon story. Thank you, Nick. I am the Vice President of Operations for Respar LLC. We are a small company that manufactures and sells products for restaurants and bars and that can also be used in your home or office. So my background is I'm a chef by trade. I've been in the restaurant industry for over 25 years. And we designed and developed our first new product called the Lid Pal. It's actually a soft rubber glass lid that can be put over most cups and glasses. And you can either buy a standard lid that we have printed, or if you're a company, you can actually design your own lid. So your customers are restaurants, is that right? Some of our customers are restaurants, yes. Okay, so I mean, this is uh, having just gone through the pandemic, this must have been a pretty trying time for you guys and also your customers. Yeah, so when we originally developed the product, we developed the product with bars and restaurants in mind, and then COVID hit. So we sort of needed to think outside of the box. It's a great product to advertise on for any company to use as a giveaway so they can use it for advertisement. It's great for the everyday consumer because you can buy one or two of them. We do have four different standard lids. So on Amazon, that's what we're trying to market towards is the everyday consumer who wants to buy it for their home. Okay. So tell me a little bit about how you came up with this product. Was that because of COVID or was that something in the back burner? And then when COVID hit, you said, okay, let's get into this and let's build it up. How did that work out? Uh, So actually the product was designed because I actually had something put into my drink two different times in a bar. So we developed the product with the idea that it would help to keep 
that from happening to people, as well as if you're sitting outside on the patio, uh, enjoying a cocktail or a glass of wine, it also will keep out the bugs and anything else flying around in the air. I see. That's great. Now the product is obviously out for sales, or you're selling that through your channels. And now Amazon. So tell me about how you decided to sell on Amazon. Because yes, you did say consumers can buy one or two, but really, I'm assuming this is best for businesses, right? Uh, well, I think it's a little bit of both. It's great for consumers. We On Amazon, we are marketing it to sell it in a package of four. So, you know, it's great for people on their patios, like I said before, to keep bugs out, or if they're at a picnic, an outdoor event, it's a great little lid to just stick on top. It's colorful. And it, you know, it's a lot of fun. It is true. So it's not for businesses. It's, you can make any kind of play here, B2B or B2C. So how did you end up deciding what was the process? Was somebody telling you, well, why not Amazon? Or is that something that you figured out or you always wanted? Uh, no. So we decided when we decided to want to hit the everyday consumer, we decided that would be a great avenue to be able to get our product out and to have a lot of people see and view the product. How did you go about it? Did you reach out to Amazon or did you just go on their website? How did you end up creating your account? I just went on to Amazon and I created a seller's account. And what I can tell you from my end is that it's very, very frustrating. There's really no, they say there's resources available 24-7 um, and I have not been able to tap into a resource yet that can give me a direct answer to any of my questions. So give us some examples of the, uh, the reasons for frustration. Uh, well, so the first thing that they don't really tell you about is when you sign up for a seller's account, you cannot get started right away. They do a lot of verifications, which is understandable, but takes a few weeks before you can actually even get started. They want to do an address verification, and then they want to have a Zoom call with you so you can prove that you are who you are, which that's understandable because I, you know, I do understand they want to make sure that you're legitimate and you're really going to be selling to their customers. But then after that, Setting up the product itself is not very easy. So our product is our own brand. You have to fill out a lot of forms and get a lot of permission to even put your product on the website. And then once you figure out how to do all of that, you get on the website and you fill out the form to put your product on. And it's really just guessing. There's not a lot of things to tell you what to do. So for example, in our listing, we put uh, comes in many different colors. And that's something that you're not allowed to do on Amazon, on your listing. 
uh, which, you know, doesn't really make sense to me. I don't know why they wouldn't want you to put that in your thing, but in your listing, but if you haven't read that before, then it's sort of hit or miss. And so when they reject your listing, they don't tell you why you sort of have to guess. Yeah, it's all uh, automated, right? This is, unfortunately, to handle the millions and millions of sellers and millions and millions of billions of listings, it's all automated. So there isn't a human being to explain really what's going on. Right. So, But it can be very frustrating, especially if this is the first time that you're doing it. Another thing is, is that we wanted to advertise our lids as to protect you from germs such as COVID-19. And that's another thing you can't say in the list. COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a real red flag. Uh, the moment that you say anything like that, uh, now you're all kinds of red flags go up. In terms of regulation, what are your claims and are you who you say you are or can this product really do it? And yeah, I can see that uh, happening. Have you ever done any research into keywords and keywords analytics and things like that before you created your listing? So I did a little bit of research with keywords and keywords and listings. And one of the things that's very frustrating is in the ad itself, one of the tabs is keywords. So you add these keywords to your listing. And what I thought it would do is if someone put those words in the search that your product would come up, but it doesn't seem to be the case. Now, I've spoken to a few people. They have said to me, you may need to wait a few days So I'm just not sure. Yeah. So Meredith, this is something that I always see. A lot of companies go through the sign-up process and then they are very eager to put their listings up. And then once the listing goes up, they want to start seeing some kind of results, but the results never come. It's like the movie, you know, if you build it, they will come. It just doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't really work that way. Right. So, uh, and because there is a whole process that you need to follow. Amazon is all about numbers and analytics and things like that. So I heard you mention that it's your own brand. So tell me about your brand. Uh, how did you go about getting that on Amazon's brands list or what they call brand registry? Uh, are you familiar with that? Have you gone through that process? I am. I haven't gone through the process, but just this morning I did a little bit of research on it. Um, My brand is trademarked, so I don't think it will be a problem for me to go through brand registry. But my only question is, is that, is there an extra charge for brand registry? Once I go through the process, you know, How is it going to help me? Is it going to automatically help me because I went through brand registry just by filling out a few things? You know, I sort of see the benefit, Mm -hmm. but I'm just not sure exactly how it works. Let me give you this because this is like one of the most popular things about creating your own brand that everybody seems to be doing. Backing up a little bit, Amazon has a business philosophy that every seller 
needs to adhere to. But this business philosophy is really something that lays down the path to everything that you need to do. They call it Amazon is here to provide the best customer experience. If you think about that best customer experience, that means that in Amazon's books, before somebody places the order, it needs to be the best kind of information to provide on your listing. So therefore, your pictures, your descriptions, your videos become very important and you get rewarded if it's best, if it's up to their standard. If not, you get penalized. Penalizing is not charging you money. It's basically you don't show up anywhere. So another thing is ratings are very important. When your listings goes up, obviously people buy and then they leave a feedback on the seller as well as they rate the product. They want the best rated products to come up first. So um, price is a big deal. Your price has to be competitive enough. And and if you think about it, your price is good, your product is good, and people are saying, I'm really happy about it, you're going to get many, many orders. So your orders are the indicators of your success. So these are all things that come together. And then after you make the sale, if somebody is not happy with it, it's easy to return it. It's easy to get their refund and what kind of feedback they leave for you as a seller. This is in addition to the product. These are all factors that play into making you the kind of seller that provides the best customer experience. And these are all metrics. And of course, someone who has vested interest in the success of the product is the brand owner. And therefore, Amazon loves brand owners to become sellers because you'll take everything seriously. How do they know you are a brand? Is if your seller account is associated with the brand owner on brand registry. There is no charge for it. They don't charge, so this is free. But what you need to know is you need to connect your seller account with your brand registry account. So therefore, they know that this seller is selling their own brand. Otherwise, they have no visibility into whose brand this is. So these are little things. So tell me about your experience in figuring out this brand. Like I've given you some information right now, but how did you go about finding that? Uh, did you go to Amazon or did you go to another resource, ask around? How did you figure that out? Well, actually, I, I got an email from Amazon. They sent me an email to to register my brand. And I think it's because when I first put up my listing, I don't did not have an ASIN number. So I wanted to be exempt from that. So in order to be exempt from that, you have to send in pictures of your product and they have to have the name of the product somewhere on there. The first time I filled out the paperwork, they denied me, which I was a little confused at. I resent in the pictures with an explanation saying, I don't understand how I was denied. This is my brand. We have a trademark on the brand. We also have a pending on the brand. I don't know if somebody else reviewed it or I'm not exactly sure, but then they put it through. 
So I think they realize somewhere in there somehow that we're the brand owner. So I got an email about it this morning. So I was actually doing some research on it today. Are you looking to sell on Amazon and just starting from scratch? Or are you a CEO looking to add Amazon as another sales channel to grow your distribution and revenue base? Check out Argo Metrics Seller Concierge Services or SCS for short. SCS combines knowledge and technology to grow and manage your Amazon operation. It is delivered through one-on-one coaching sessions and provides access to proven growth tools with 24-7 support created by multiple incorporated award-winning CEO, Nick Urison. SCS will help you hit the ground running and scale your Amazon operation for more quickly less drama. Find the details on the program. Visit argometrics.com. You said the word a few times, and I can see now this is the description of our total frustration, right, for you? <laughs> it is, it is. I guess you're trying to figure out, am I here to run a business or deal with all this? It, it sounds like a lot more red tape than it, it's worth. Well, you know, it's very frustrating not really knowing much about selling on Amazon. You would think it, well, they make it sound like it's very simple. Yeah. Any research that you, that you do, they make it sound like it is very simple and all you have to do is put your information up and your product's going to come up right away after it's up. I finally did get our four products up and approved. So they're up, but I'm sure if you were to go just on Amazon, like on an account that you're buying from and try to find it, unless I gave you the brand name, you wouldn't be able to find yeah, it. Yeah. That's the, this is a $6 million question. How do you get your product to come up when somebody searches for it? So it's a science. And by the way, nothing that works today doesn't mean it's going to work forever because Amazon is constantly changing the rules, primarily because people are figuring it out. And when they figure it out, they start to really abuse it. And then it's it's no longer what Amazon wants. So therefore, they are constantly changing, tweaking their algorithm for all kinds of reasons, not just for this, but they want to improve And again, it goes back to the best customer experience. The best customer experience means to them, when somebody comes to Amazon, they search something, whatever they end up buying is easy for them to find pertaining to the search, and that it's the best potential product that will make the customer happy with everything. So those are all algorithms. It's a process. It's a, it's learning. Uh, that, that's what it is. So tell me about uh, your goals. So what is it as a business? How much of your revenue are you looking to generate on Amazon? Have you set any goals? You've got a shopping season coming up and things like that. Have you given any thought? We would like to see about 30 to 40% of our sales come from Amazon. We also have a website. So if you know you don't want four lids and you only want one individual lid, you can come to our website and get just one lid. 
If you're a business, you can design your own lid there, or we can help you design one as well. Are planning 30 to 40% of your sales to come from Amazon. If that didn't happen, what would be the impact and how would it make you feel and what would you do about it? Uh, well, I would be a little frustrated just because I have put a lot of time, effort and energy into Amazon. But if we weren't able to generate sales that way, we would just need to, again, think outside the box and come up with another way. Okay. And as far as your products, uh, I, you just listed them. So you haven't, uh, have you given any thought to who will do the fulfillment for your orders yourself in-house or you're going to let Amazon do the fulfillment? No, right now we're going to start in-house. We're going to fulfill in-house. And then once things get rolling and start to get, and we have a bigger operation, then we'll let Amazon fulfill. Okay. So as far as your short-term and long-term goals, uh, I know you said 30 to 40%. Is that for this year or in general, what are your plans? Right now, I would say that's you know, a long-term goal for Amazon to keep our product on Amazon and to have it to be 30 to 40% of our sales. Okay. I heard you mention so many things that kind of frustrated you. Uh, so if you could, you know, snap your fingers and, and, and have one thing, what would that be in terms of what Amazon could do for you? Uh, the one thing Amazon could do for me right now is show me how to get my product noticed. Okay. Well, that is obviously something that they expect the sellers to figure it out. Uh, but there is also another concern. Uh, have you uh, heard about the, the pressure that Amazon is getting from the Congress about how they th treat third-party sellers? Uh, no, I haven't. So there is a concern that they, for example, let's say you come along and you are the brand owner, you create your listing, and you figure out how to do this, and then you're generating significant amount of revenues. And the next thing that Amazon does is they have all the information about what you are selling and how much you're selling it for and, and things like that. Then they'll simply go create their own version of it. And then, of course, it's their own marketplace. They'll put it up, and the next thing is, right next to your item, they have their item. And right. guess whose item is going to do very well? Yeah. So they're basically using third-party sellers to figure out what is successful product only to create their own version of it. So that's why the Congress is putting some pressure on Amazon currently saying that, you know, we want you to treat these third-party sellers fairly. Is that something that would be a concern to you? I have heard a little bit about that. It is a little bit of a concern to me, although we do, like I said, have a patent pending on our product. So they would need to make it different enough to that it wouldn't violate our patent. I see. Okay. So you, you basically trust your intellectual property and you've taken the steps to protect it. And therefore, this is not a 
much of a concern for you. Correct. Okay. All right. Well, well, this uh, has been very useful. So, I mean, you are really fresh in this, right? So you, you just started, you went through the process and you got your listing. What kind of a recommendation would you make for the others that are looking to sell on Amazon? Uh, well, what I would say is that it definitely is not an overnight success that you really need to do your research and it is going to take a little while before you really get up and running unless you have done your research, you know, unless you spend the time prior to do all your research before you dip your foot in the water. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Meredith, uh, thank you very much for your time and uh, sharing your story with us. And um, I'm sure that, you know, you will go very far because you're, you are a legitimate company and you've got a product that you worked on that came out of innovation and the restaurant and bar business and hospitality business in general, they are bouncing back big time. So this is something that will do very well. So I, I wish you a lot of luck and uh, I'm here anytime you need help. And uh, we'll continue our conversation. And, and thank you. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, bye. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Be sure and subscribe, rate, and review our show. And be sure and share an episode with a friend. And thank you so much for being with us today. We'll see you next week here on Amazon Legends.